fellow Switches. What's up, Switches Nation? This is Sara. And this is Zoe. It's good to have you back, Zoe. Thanks, it's great to be back. So what are we covering in today's episode? Well, I kind of promised our listeners that we would uh, do a ranking of realist kisses. So, well, there's 11 kiss scenes and we are going to talk about where we rank them, in what positions we rank them, and why. Last episode, I told you guys that we would be rating Rayla Kisses on this episode, now that Zoe is back. So, let's do it. We're going to go from the least favorite, and then we'll build up to our favorite. I think we have the least favorite and... The number one favorite in common. So I just want to put this out there. This is our, based off of our own opinions too. This is no way an accurate rating or ranking scale of anything. I mean, I have my own reasons and they could be different from um, Sarah's too. So we both ranked the stair kiss in episode three where Rael confronts Scylla about Porter and her past as number 11. Why did you rank it there? Um, so I pretty much ranked it there as in that kiss to me wasn't, I guess, as emotionally driven for me. It was more so it seemed kind of like a way for Scylla to kind of dodge out of the conversation. She Mm -hmm. is grateful for Rael in that moment when she was like, you know, I want if I run away, I want to take you with me. And Rael's starting to understand a bit more about Scylla and her past. But it totally seemed like a kind of rush kiss like Scylla like pushes it in there to kind of distract Rael from the fact you know yeah. of digging too far too soon so mm-hmm. to me it was just not as you know that great it wasn't just like this sweet little sentimental it had it had a bit of that but to me yeah sorry <laughs> there's just a lot of yeah no I agree it was like a bit slightly more manipulative in a way which is partially why I ranked it there. For me, it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't, I agree, it wasn't a felt kiss. And that being said, I love the museum scene that comes before the kiss where Scylla comes up behind Rael and hugs her and goes, Do you miss, did you miss me? Um, and Rael responds with always. And I love that scene. That's one of my favorite scenes of them. But the kiss that comes after on the stairs, yeah, not my favorite. Yeah. Okay. So So it's number 10. Number 10 is another one that we have in common. And we both ranked 10th the kiss in episode one, where it's at the end of episode one. And Rael is going back to Scylla's room after they've already had sex and she's going to spend the night. The night. Scylla is still burning her head <laughs> off. Yes, and Scylla is still, yeah, her hair is still on fire. Why did you rank it 10th? I think that one, it was very early on and after they kind of had their... You know, intense experience together. <laughs> this is another one of, I feel like, kind of Rael's quick kind of 
a, not brash or hard like decisions but it wasn't mm-hmm. really like she doesn't fully know what she wants like they just pretty much got to fort salem she just met Scylla, and that was a spark of her interest you know for sure and mm-hmm. i just think why i also ranked it because it's like we don't know at that especially at that point we don't know if Scylla's really Scylla or the ginger-haired girl and we're very confused you know what I mean it, <laughs> it didn't feel like Scylla yet and we didn't learn to love her yet as the, as we did just in a couple episodes like we we are very intrigued and I, I already started to love Scylla definitely in the first episode but not in the way that over time you know mm-hmm. so I think that one wasn't as also another not as emotionally driven for me it was more kind of like a Rael's like she just you know was obsessed with something she's like i want to go you know see Scylla, you know and do yada yada <laughs> <laughs> so like i don't know it was it was just not like you know out of all their moments together it was not like you know it had great meaning to it necessarily you know yeah i i agree one thing that i love of um the scene is their smiles especially Rael, she smiles in this incredibly sweet way and you can tell that she's already falling for Scylla and she's not fighting it at all. She's not conscious of it, she's not aware of it and she's not worried about it. She feels, you you get this feeling of how free she feels around Scylla and that's you know also because she was definitely not suspecting Scylla to be spree. and she was not suspecting the drama that came after. But it was a very innocent kind of kiss, despite the activity that probably came after the kiss. Uh, not me making sex jokes. <laughs> but that being said, uh, I do love the kiss, but it doesn't, it's not nearly as good as all the others that we get in the show. So, you know, it's, yes. it's hard to yep. rank. Yep. No, no, yes, yeah. yes, and you just got a girlfriend. Keep it in your pants. <laughs> <laughs> yes, although I can relate. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, considering every other kiss that we get, this one is still pretty low in the ranking, although it's still pretty good because, like, all real kisses are good. Um, So I think that... For the position of nine and eight, we kind of switch them. So your ninth is my eighth, and my ninth place is your eighth place. Yeah, so I ranked number nine as in the kiss that they shared right before they had their, um, like, lacrosse game. a version of lacrosse with a voice saying, Yeah, yes, just saying Taylor Hickson slash Rayel caller can hit me with the lacrosse stick any day and I would thank her. <laughs> but, um, as a joke, um, I, I rank that one just as in because it, it to me, I'm still ranking this more on the definitely the emotional kind of level for me. Um, it had some sentimental value, but it was definitely quick. They're comfortable with enough schedule. Like, you know, see you after your, um, necro class and stuff. And she's like, I'll catch up with you later. And it was definitely a sweet sentimental moment. Kind of ruined by Porter being a creepy stalker in the background a little bit, you know. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit. But, 
it just gave a sense of comfortability to me that I was like, oh, okay, but I'll explain more why I rank that one above the um the other scene that you mm-hmm. chose at nine. But I'll let you speak yeah. about your nine choice. Well, it well meanwhile I rank this one as eighth instead of nine because to me it's such a sweet moment, like um compared to what I put in ninth place. For me, this is just a level up because it shows how comfortable they are together. It shows how comfortable they are in the relationship at that point in time. And they had been together for a few months at that point because we had a time jump from autumn to spring because we're closing up uh, near Beltane. So I just love that before all the drama, we get this sweet moment where we see just how comfortable they are kissing in public, right in front of everybody else. Cause like literally there's uh, like 30 witches just behind them. And I just, I am so weak for the way that they just, the, the, the chin grabbing is just, oh damn. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, I agree. I agree. Um, I am so gay so even just for that alone it's a level up for me it's just yeah me gay (laughs) my ninth place instead was and Zoe's eighth place um is the tree kiss so in the beginning of episode four we see Rael waking up after she had passed out trying to save Porter and after she is dismissed from the infirmary she meets up with Scylla. Scylla is worried about her and she kisses her, telling how telling her how glad she is that Rael is okay. So for me, this was yeah, just a step behind the the other one because again, it wasn't a big kiss, like it wasn't a huge scene. However, we do see there's an interesting bit with Scylla's expression. Because she looks conflicted. Like she knows that she has a mission to do. And she she's still on the job at that point. But she was truly worried about Rael. And she started to think like. I feel like this is where Scylla was starting to worry. Will Rael get hurt because of me? Like she's already getting hurt because of me. How far is she going to get hurt? And how am I okay with that? So there was that. that was very good. The kiss itself, I feel like it wasn't one of the best. But yeah, why is it your eighth place? I think I was thinking more in the retrospect of after everything that went down in extreme, there's probably a reason why, you know, Scylla couldn't be with her in the infirmary. Um, <laughs> also, probably because Anacostia would be lurking around anyway, yeah. you know? Um, yeah. But I think it was just sweet, like, like, I, I think connecting scenes of nature with them and trees, especially, especially mm-hmm. their tree, um, it, it, that one was kind of like a secluded spot. And even see, there is the downside of seeing a little again more so with Scylla and her manipulation a bit of the of the situation because Rael is mm-hmm. kind of like what happened port all that, but like there's the sense of like she was walking, she spotted kind of her, and it's just like. 
right after something traumatic happens, she wants to find her kind of, or wants to have this conversation. It's important to her that they are still showing that they're, you know, special to each other, that they need to have a conversation that can't be avoided. Um, and the fact that they care, like she's genuinely concerned and knowing that it's not just the mission anymore. Like with the conflict, it's saying, Hey, this is more like I'm caring more about that, you know, more about mm-hmm. her than probably what I have to do. Like, I done messed up, and we learned that even with the whole um, fake Raelle scene when she was talking about, like, your your mission was, you know, you're supposed to be delivering her to us and stuff. Mm -hmm. And so, Davia still has lost her mission. So this is a point in time where she's really, I think, contemplating and prioritizing the importance of a mission versus her emotions and the strength and bond she's been starting to build with Rael. So I put that just a little bit higher because like I said, it's not that I don't value the comfortability and sweet scene of the one before, but I think the shows like they're going to always kind of be revolved around some form of conflict for what we Mm -hmm. know of. Yeah, of course. Won't be this kind of like stillness and happiness always so we can always appreciate when those moments happen but it's also how they deal with the more intense ones you know Mm -hmm. kind of shows a little more i think emotion and like compassion empathy sympathy and you know confliction to me that Mm -hmm. i think would rank it just slightly higher yeah um the next few are we, we are less in agreement. So placed seventh for me was um, the first kiss in episode five where there's Scylla picking up Riel and then they exchange gifts and they kiss. And I have to point out that in for place seventh, I am only talking about the kiss. I am not talking about the whole scene. I know that you, Zoe, looked more at the whole scene and the gift exchange, but I'm talking only about the kiss because if I were to rate this scene, it would be one of my favorite scenes. I think it would be my top, perhaps my top three um, scene because the scene where Scylla picks up Rael, that's so important to me. So yeah, the scene, I love it. The kiss, it was a very simple kiss. It was sweet, but it's not one of my favorites, the kiss itself. So I put it in seventh place. What is your seventh place, Zoe? Okay, so I think I want to put it out there. It's like, I'm usually, I think I've been writing really the whole scene. Like, mm-hmm. not That's necessarily okay. always the length of it, but like kind of what happens right before, right after, and like kind of mm-hmm. revolving around there than the actual kiss, because I think I've rate kisses differently. But I'm going to okay. keep going on what I am feeling. <laughs> so, yeah. my number seven was the morning after scene when we zoom in on the window and they're being kind of cutesy about it. I think it's another very kind of learning to be comfortable scene where they're just in this happy moment of bliss you know and it's Mm -hmm. definitely cute and then but as soon as kind of Rael wanting to learn a little more intimacy about um Scylla and Scylla Mm -hmm. being very guarded you obviously see like she did the she did the no-no wrong and she pushed Rael away and Rael just walked off without kissing her goodbye she kisses her on the cheek it's like yeah maybe that was so funny yeah, she was just like, and then 
Salsa's face and she was like, oh, shizzle not. Yeah. I don't F up. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's not how you get the girl. Nope. Girl. So I think that scene, like I said, it's definitely very comfortable, but it's so early on in the mm-hmm. show kind of feel that it was just like, you know, very, like, we're still learning like the basics of everyone and who they are. Yeah. That it, it was it was sweet. I'm going back off the emotional and sentimental. It's definitely very sweet, but then it just didn't hold a lot of, uh, I guess, substance for me as as, mm-hmm. as carrying emotions, you know? Fair enough. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And then what you chose is your number seven. I chose as my number five. Yeah. And what you chose as number seven, I chose as number six. Because... I yeah I pretty much agree with what you said but yeah because I am rating more the kiss than the whole scene which is fine I think it's it's funny to to give people slightly different rankings so like I'm ranking the kiss itself and you're ranking the scene and I think that's that's good and it's nice to see where that matches anyway um but yeah for me it was I placed a 6 because the the actual kissing scene the actual makeout scene is like pretty amazing and it opens the episode and when when does that happen it's amazing that that happens in motherland and they're in bed we know what they've done all night and, and real is real is late because she's too gay and she gets in trouble because of it and hmm, i relate so yeah i very 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 much like that scene and um the whole inspection thing (laughs) is really cute and it's just cuddles in bed are adorable and who doesn't love them so for my number six i rated the wedding kiss scene in front of anna costia and tally so i rated this one number six only because with the whole i don't know it it definitely holds a lot of Rael's sass, you know. Rael ca- not caring about, you know, a higher-up power and honestly being um, not, like, rebellious, but what's the word, kind of... Um, she's in Anacostia's face, definitely being like, I don't yeah. care what you think about her. I'm going to prove yeah. show you that I will do what I want, kind of. So I guess in a form of rebellion, like, act, like... And she just literally, like, grabs Scylla and, like, kisses her in front of Hikasia, who looks like she's about to murder them. <laughs> like, you know, and Tally's like, oh, yep. shizzle butt. Like, oh, you just, <laughs> you just... Okay, let's go. You yep. know? And Rayo's, like, looking back at them like, mm-hmm, yeah. So I think <laughs> it speaks out in the sentimental of, like, she doesn't care, even if Anacostia is on them and telling, you know, Scylla to stay away from Rael. Rael's like, you know, I can make my own choices. She's who I want. You can't tell me what to do, you know, and we're going to show Anacostia that she can't control this, you know. Mm-hmm. Um. So then, and then Tally, who's just kind of like a, 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 that's literally what Tally's face was kind of like, <laughs> Let's just go. And so she's like, <laughs> like right after she's just like, yeah, I like kissing Rayel. Like Annie is telling her off. She's like different world looking off the side, like, yeah, I like kissing her too. <laughs> kind of thing. Like <laughs> But she's being more, I guess, a little subtle aggressive about it. 
Um, uh, so it makes a stand. It makes it makes a point, and it's cute in that retrospect. And I found it more comedic than a little bit than anything. But showing, you know, Rael mm-hmm. stands by her against any mm-hmm. forces in a way. So, yeah, I feel like that's how I kissed when straight people are around. I have to make a point. Yes, I'm gay and I'm in your face. All right? You've been in my face my whole life. Now I'm in your face. Oh, wow. Yeah. Only with my girlfriend's consent, though. That's important. She has to be comfortable with it, too. And Scylla was very comfortable with it. She was so smug about it. (laughs) Um, So, fifth place for me is the cemetery kiss. I love this kiss. Um, and again, it's a question of this is a beautiful, amazing kiss. This scene, I love it so much. But it's simply that I like other kisses more. And that's why it's in fifth place. But um, yeah, I, I think this scene was amazing. And I know that some people will say this was one of the scenes where Scylla was using you know, this sweet moment to kind of draw Rael in more. And so she was kind of manipulating her. But at the same time, I feel like Scylla did share something that was important to her and did, in a way, made herself uh, vulnerable, even though it wasn't fully honest. And I do do just love the whole, I want to show you something beautiful. It's just, oh, I love that scene. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Well, your place fifth was my seventh place. So that was the gift scene with the pickup. I chose that scene because it was right after Raelle pretty much confessing her, you know, emotion and support for Scylla. Um, That no matter what happened, you know, or who she was before, she's with her now. And... She decided to make her pretty much a, a, a combat charm, you know, or a protection charm. And um, I thought that was very powerful as emotional because from what we assume or know, it's someone in the it's either passed down in family or made by someone who like, you know, who cares. And I think it's usually been like the parents or handed down like generations. So with us learning that Scylla's parents were murdered and killed and we haven't seen a, like, you know, a combat charm on her, that Rael took the time to make one for her. It really struck me. It carried such a sweet importance to the fact that it really backs up the point of Rael supporting Scylla, knowing that she wants to protect her even when she can't be there. And then the fact that they do it kind of in front of their tree and nature, again, being out in the open free, you know, something sturdy and constant in their life. I made, like, I think a poem about that tree and Rael. <laughs> Rael. Yeah, you did. So, <laughs> yeah. That's why I ranked that one a little higher. And your fourth was my fifth, right? Mm, Yep. The Cemetery Kiss. Yeah. So I chose the Cemetery Kiss a little higher than that even because I really saw... What I I held on to with that scene um, was when Scylla 
said, I want to show you something beautiful, you know. She takes her out into something, her territory. This is where we learn a little more about the Necro's abilities, you know, that even Rael was very curious about. And this is kind of, it is kind of after she manipulated Rael because she was Helen Graves before and was like, you got to, like, trust her, let her open up to you. But I think... It's kind of like she set herself up like she wants to open up to her, but she doesn't know how to well. So she set herself up in a situation where she's like, oh, you got to let her be ready, but don't shut her out yet. So that made Raelle think it's like, okay, don't completely shut her out. And then Scylla at her own pace is starting to show her what she's comfortable with. So it's kind of like in her own benefit too, not necessarily, I guess, manipulation right towards the spree either. And just the scene of her saying, I want to show you something beautiful. And by the end, Raelle saying, I think, you know, you're beautiful. And they kiss. Mm-hmm. That had such an importance to it. It's like seeing past, like, I see your neck, like, this is part of who you are. You know, you're going to take time to, you know, open up and all that. But I'm glad that you shared that with me. And mm-hmm. they just value that. Like, that scene itself just had, yeah. mm, it was great. <laughs> <laughs> and my fourth place was your sixth place with the wedding kiss in front of an Acostian tally. Yes. And that is one of my favorite kisses because it's such a power move. And is it's very much Riel taking a stand once again. Because at that point, Riel hasn't uh, really changed her mind at all about the army. She cares about her unit. Um, and she doesn't want to get her unit in trouble anymore, but at the same time, she's still very much against um, still, you know, conscription and everything, and she's not, she's, she's not uh, in any way looking to give her life to the army, uh, so she's, she's pretty much on Scylla's side in her head. So it's kind of a challenge, sort of, you want me in the army, you want me to obey your rules and stuff, well, I am with her. This, if you get in between this, it's what's going to ruin everything. So, you know, if you want me to be a good soldier, this is what you have to let me have. It's kind of her drawing a line, telling Anacostia where the, the red line is. Like, I'm starting to trust you, and I'm starting to listen to you, but if you come for my girlfriend, this is it. And I like that. It's not necessarily healthy, but it gives you an insight into Riel's character. It's, um, it's kind of a constant with Riel, this kind of behavior, and we see how she changes later on, so... I love this scene because it's such it's such an in-character moment, and I love it. Moving forward, our top three is the same. So, what scene did we both decide that was important enough to be in third place? That would be episode seven, the reunion in the cell when Rael gets drugged by Anacostia and she wakes up in Scylla's cell and they have this very tearful, very painful, very emotional reunion. Yeah, and the fact that even, like, Taylor Hickson said 
when they were filming that scene and she was dragged out, like she could hear Amalia's yeah. cry still. And like she was like ra- like racked with nerves and emotions herself yeah. hearing the rest of that scene. And like they prepared themselves for it so emotionally at that point. You know they have great chemistry when you can actors can like, you know, impact each other like that and even post scene, like they're still holding on to all those emotions that were so intense. But what Taylor said kind of really added to the scene as well and made it more heartbreaking somehow. And uh, it's just the acting, the the desperation, the emotion. It just makes these scenes so so powerful. It's amazing. So mm. definitely third place. But what do we have then in second place? What's even better? The second place is the flower kiss that happens right after, you know, the whole thing with the kind of Beltane and yeah. they reunited. Um and Rael's taking Scylla past what again the tree, um, and it's full of life, and it's one of the most brightly colored cinematic scenes in the whole mm-hmm. series. One, yeah, you can tell, and it was a very used photo on like Twitter and things like that to help yeah. show the progression of the lighting and colors. And I think it's one of the most happiest and brightest moments because of the confession that Rael pretty much makes is that she doesn't care who Scylla was before you know she doesn't her past her history she she wants to love her for who she is and support her through whatever and that really really I think sets in the point of her emotion like this is not just a I meet this girl, we have a great fling, you know, and just to get past um, military, like, boot camp. No, this is something more that she has been, I guess, you know, both have been craving for another person like this. And it really speaks to their relationship and how, Mm -hmm. you know, through all the conflicts that even us as the audience and viewers have and feelings about like what's happening and is she really like a traitor what's going to go down is that there's that realness there you know yeah this isn't it's more than just yeah like i said more than just a fling it's it's genuine yeah i love that first of all the kiss was just perfect there it was so real it was so felt the chemistry was as usual on point but it was it was on fire here it was such a peaceful but at the same time passionate kiss and the whole scene the whole speech is at the same time incredibly romantic if you want it really talks of rail's love for Scylla and it at the same time, quite age-appropriate. Like, it, it really portrayed how strongly you feel when you're young and you, you fall in love. And Scylla is uh, potentially Rael's first love. And if not her first, then her second. So it's, it's a very, very intense. And you can agree or not with what she's saying. You know, it's quite extreme what she's saying. But... It represents how intense feelings can be. And 
I'm not saying this to ruin it, I'm not. But the fact that when Rael said, um, you know, no matter who you were, no matter who you are, you know, and we, a lot of us thought that that was an indication that Rael suspected that Scylla was free and was kind of ex- accepting it. And it turns out that wasn't it. Rael had no idea. And Rael didn't react very well to finding out the truth in the end. So I think that adds to the innocence of Rael's feelings for Scylla because she was saying all of this without necessarily fully meaning it because she didn't have, well, she, she really didn't have the chance to fully mean it mean it and it shows that sometimes we can fall in love with someone and we can think that we'll do anything for them we're we're so taken by them that no matter what this love will be there and it will work out and we'll be together no matter what and that's not true that's not a promise that you can ever make because relationships aren't no matter what there are there are things that will be um, a deal breaker that will need to be a deal breaker because if they're not, then the relationship becomes toxic. And I think it was really sweet and innocent the way that they and very realistic how they showed Rael's, um sort of naive feeling about it at this point in time like she's she's promising that they'll be together no matter what but she doesn't actually understand what that means because there's extreme things that will break them up and that's okay that doesn't even mean that real wasn't really meaning this it just she didn't actually have the ability to promise that and i don't know it to me, it doesn't take away from the scene, but adds to it because it makes it so much more relatable and healthy. It's healthy to let yourself feel this way and at the same time recognize when a thing is too much, when the, recognize that this is not a promise that you can keep and it will be painful when, when you can't keep it, but you will need to... Um, look after yourself and the relationship come come before your individual well-beings and finally first place is in episode one the sex scene and it's a little weird because i based my whole list off of sentimental reasons for real and i have this one doesn't actually have that much sentimental i don't think um there is the importance of Scylla convincing rael to you know fight for something that she shouldn't just blow herself up on the front like you know mess up boot camp and blow herself up on the front lines and the famous lines you know the way out is in and the way over is under i think though I'd have to choose, this is more personal sentimental, is the fact that a pilot episode of a TV show, it literally ended with a bang. Like, it made a statement so early on that, you know, like, these two characters are going to have something that 
I'm not afraid to show it in the pilot and slowly build up to it or, you know, just have this awkward tension for seasons episode. It was impactful. And I think this is more sentimental personally as someone who wants to watch shows that have LGBTQ plus representation that it's it set itself up in a way that you got interested and you want to follow through and watch the rest of it and that's why i chose that as my number one also it was a really good like see you're just like oh damn <laughs> like okay i'm sorry but you just like oh damn <laughs> yeah yeah it was um i think i've talked about this scene last episode uh when i was doing the solo episode so i'm not gonna go too much into it but it's just the importance representation wise the chemistry how well it was actually done like how well the scene was actually played out because i mean guys you you know what i'm talking about is it's an oh damn kind of scene and that's it's a oh my god i am so gay kind of scene and it's important to get this sort of scenes uh this well portrayed on tv and 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 yeah yeah um i mean we i I think we all kind of just stopped functioning when we saw this scene oh yeah just slightly and that bell like her just get that bell off missing completely and then like oh okay this is how it's gonna go Yeah, so it's kind of self-explanatory why we chose <laughs> this one as the the first place one. Um, yeah, so that's cool. Um, that was our ranking for Real Kisses. Why don't you guys tell us what your top three is uh, in the comments? As always, people, let us know what you think of our Switches podcast and send us submissions if there's anything in particular you want us to talk about in the future stay safe and thank you for tuning in onward to glory soldiers